Hey friends, welcome to Wild Hearts with Janine. I'm Janine, the host of this podcast, and I am genuinely so excited that you are tuning in today. Wild Hearts is for those who are passionate about diving deep, keeping it real, reclaiming their passions, and getting after the things that they were made to do without apology. In each episode, I sit down with a fellow Wild Heart to talk about life, travel, faith, and everything in between. So let's dive in. Hello, 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 my friends. Welcome to another episode of Wild Hearts with Janine. This one is another little mini-sode, so to speak, just me here. Um, But I hope you guys really enjoyed last episode where I asked a bunch of my friends to send in their tips for traveling with kids. Obviously, I'm not the expert in that area, (laughs) like at all. Um, But my friends are because they're all moms and they've done it. Some of them just domestic, some of them internationally. And anyway, I know I learned a lot from them and I hope you did too. But today's topic is not about kids. It's about traveling in a group or traveling with your friends. So I know, and I've, from both experience and just talking to different travel planning clients, like going on a a trip with a group of your friends can be the most fun. It can be, you know, just the best time ever, but it can also be challenging in that, you know, you're wanting to make sure everyone is having a good time and feeling great about being together and enjoying one another's company. And I have learned from my years of, of, group travel and helping to plan for other people, that there are some little things that you could do, namely on the front end of your trip, like before you even leave, um, that just help it be more, I don't know, more easy, more successful, more, dare I say, streamlined, because you're kind of dealing with the tension points before you're even traveling. So these are some tips, just a couple, but I think they're some of the most important um, for having a group trip, planning a group trip with little to no stress once you're actually traveling. And these actually come straight from my simple guide to solo travel, which is available on my website. little plug there. Um, Obviously, that guide is more geared toward solo travel specifically, but there are some bonus trainings in there. And the tips that you're going to hear today come from one of those bonus trainings. So here are some of my top tips for no stress when it comes to planning a group trip. Tip number one, check your group. So try to make sure that you are planning a trip with friends who, you know, you either know or really well or like feel confidently will get along for an extended period of time, especially if you're planning to be in, I don't know, close quarters or something like that. And then just try to be kind of conscientious of those friends that you're considering inviting to join you on this group trip. Obviously, this kind of means you're the one planning the trip. Um, Ideally, you have some of those things kind of divvied out between the group so that everyone's contributing. But if you're the one coming up with the idea for the group trip or you're kind of the friend who's like, we should do this, and you're thinking about who to invite, make sure those people are like gonna gel really well. Um, Obviously, you can't control those kinds of things, but I just always say try to be conscientious of the people that you're considering inviting or bringing into this group trip because, you know, different personalities, different travel styles, different budgets probably, which we'll talk about in a second. So I would say just try to be a little conscientious on the front end when you're considering who um, to invite on your trip and what kind of trip it is as well. 
I, I always think that it's important to kind of be willing to possibly um, and probably, honestly, have some conversations about the dynamics of that collective group um, and how you guys can all kind of work together to have the best possible time. I always say the more you kind of have those conversations and set those expectations on the front end, the easier and more enjoyable your trip will end up being. So that's tip number one, check your group. Tip Two, get real about money. I told you we'd talk about budgeting. Um, This might be actually the most important and possibly crucial part of the planning process since money can be such a pain point for so many people in general, but especially while traveling. Like I mentioned earlier, people might have different travel styles, different budget expectations. I'm, you guys probably know this by now, but I tend to be a little bit more of a budget-friendly traveler but I have friends who are more about the luxury and the five star and you know us on a group trip might be a little bit difficult but if you blend in some other personalities it might get a little easier but also having like a willingness to go one way or another is always helpful anyway now I'm on a tangent let's talk about money so yeah it's the most important part of the process because I think it can be such a pain point like I said so I would recommend aiming to have a conversation with your group around budgets and money expectations long before you're actually traveling. I recommend gathering all of your group together, all your friends together, and having an honest conversation about how much everyone is both able and or willing to spend on the trip, um, which ultimately will kind of help you decide where you might be staying, what you'll be doing, and even how you're going to get there. If you're all in the same city, like get together in person, go grab dinner, go grab coffee, and sit down and like hash it out. If you're in different places, hop on Zoom really quick and just have that conversation. Let everyone kind of share their piece and do, I mean, I at least would would try to do this, but try and make sure it's like a safe, open environment for people who might have a little less to spend to feel comfortable saying so. Um, Yeah, just like have that conversation up front. I promise you it is like the best thing you could possibly do so that that trip goes well. Because like I said, money can be such a pain point just in life in general. I'm someone who definitely deals with financial anxiety. And um, I know that there are many else, many else, wow, many others out there who do as well. And so having that conversation up front, setting some expectations, figuring out what everybody is comfortable with and able to spend will help so much in the planning process so that you can figure out where you're going to stay, how you're going to get there, the things you're going to do, um, and all of that stuff. There's also a really cool app called Splitwise, which you should definitely check out. It's a really easy way to kind of split costs on things like lodging, food, etc. I know we all just do the Venmo thing here and there, like one person pays for something and then everyone Venmos. Sometimes it can get a little hairy, a little complicated, depending on the group and the size of the group, things like that. So I definitely recommend checking out the app Splitwise to kind of help make that maybe be a little bit easier while you're actually traveling. All right, so that's tip two. Get real about money. Because like I said, it can be a really difficult one and it's so much better to have that conversation beforehand rather than all of a sudden being on the trip and, you know, me, if it were me and I'm the more financially anxious person and all of a sudden, you know, the plan is to go to this Michelin, six Michelin star, I don't even know if that's a thing, five Michelin star, four Michelin star restaurant that costs like $60 a plate and I'm like, uh, I'd rather go to the 
like crepe vendor on the side of the street and spend six dollars like you know what I mean so just having those conversations up front will really help everyone to kind of know what to expect um, and feel a lot more comfortable on the trip when it comes to money all right tip number three this goes in line with pretty much everything I've been saying so far and that is to talk about everything before your trip so much like I just discussed with the money part try to talk about all of the things that you possibly can before you head out on your trip. Talk about things like where you all want to stay, because obviously um, there are different price points and different experiences if you're going to go stay in an Airbnb uh, compared to a five-star hotel. Um, Talk about how close you might want to be to certain areas or certain attractions in the destinations you're headed to. Obviously, if you're trying to be closer to a city center in a big city, it's probably going to cost a little bit more. The trade-off, if you want to pay a little bit less, is you're going to spend more time on public transit or driving to and from. So make sure you're kind of having those kinds of conversations about location. Um, What kind of things you all want to do? That's a big one because, again, everyone kind of has a different travel style. Um, Some people are R&R. I want to rest. I want to relax. I don't want to do. I want to lounge. That that's like one group of travelers. Then there's the group of travelers who's like, I'm out here. I want to do, see, eat everything I possibly can in this amount of time. Those two groups of people are obviously going to have very different ideas about what a trip or a vacation should be. And so having this conversation beforehand will be really helpful because it'll also help you know like, oh, if there are people who want to go and do, and then there are people who want to rest and relax, maybe provide opportunities for both of those things to be options on your trip. Another thing you should definitely talk about is the food plan. So like I mentioned earlier, food can be expensive. So having a conversation with your group about, you know, the realities of how much are we going to eat out versus how much might we, you know, go to the grocery store and cook for ourselves. Um, That's going to be a really important conversation to have because some people, again, might be more willing to spend more money eating out. Some people might want to cook at home. There are probably also people who might have dietary restrictions or limitations. I try not to eat a lot of gluten or dairy and um, thankfully I'm not allergic to any of those things and I'm not really supposed to eat them. Anyway, that's a whole other story. So I try to always say that before a trip, like, hey, I don't eat a lot of gluten. I can figure things out for myself if I need to, but I wanted to make sure you knew. So again, having those kinds of conversations with the group can be so helpful because then um, one person might not feel awkward or singled out. Um, It might, it, it just, again, It won't become a point of tension if the conversation is had ahead of time. And another topic is, you know, how much time you guys all want to actually spend together while you're traveling versus doing things in smaller groups or maybe going off solo. Because like I mentioned earlier, some people might want some more downtime um, while others prefer kind of a nonstop itinerary. So chatting through travel styles and what the expectations are and what people are hoping for on that trip is always good to do beforehand. Because then you can kind of figure that out. Like I've been on trips before where it's like, hey, let's all go do something in the morning. We'll go to this attraction or this museum or, you know, this food crawl basically, and then grab lunch together. And then the afternoon's kind of free for all. Like, hey, if you want to go and do and see, this is your time. If you want to just go rest by the pool, this is your time. Just giving people the option is always a great idea, especially if you have different personalities and different um, travel styles of people on your group. So 
on your trip rather. So yeah, having those conversations ahead of time can be so helpful. Um, again, choosing, yeah, to have these conversations before you're actually traveling will make things just so much smoother, so much easier to navigate once you reach your destination. And I think, and based on my experience, makes the trip so much more enjoyable and fun. All right, that's tip three. Tip number four, sort out what everybody wants to do. Again, in line with what I just mentioned, um, not only having those conversations about what you want to do, but actually like writing it down on paper, I've found to be so helpful. My tip here is actually to create a shared document, like a Google Doc or something like that, where everybody has access to it, where you and your friends or the you know the group of people that are going on your trip can list out all of the things they're hoping hope hoping hmm, that's definitely not a word hoping to do on the trip. Um, I went on a trip to New York years ago with a group of friends, and that's exactly what we did. We created a shared Google uh, Google Doc, and we each wrote down all the things we wanted to do or restaurants we wanted to go to, things we wanted to see, and we kind of color-coded it, which might sound a little bit extra, but it ended up being really helpful because we realized there was crossover, right? Like myself and another girl really wanted to go to a Broadway show, whereas the other two really wanted to go to a comedy show. So we made it work in that two of us went to Broadway, two of us went to a comedy show, but we all got like dinner together beforehand. So there are ways, it's just an easy way to like visually see, um, what each person in the group wants to do and then kind of create an itinerary out of that. doesn't mean you're going to do and see and eat all the things, but at least you have a running list to work off of from which also you can figure out who gets to do what, who's going to hang out together, all those sorts of things. It will just help your group really to narrow down the quote unquote must do's versus the quote if we have times. Um, So like, you know, things that you have to do versus, oh, if there's free time, we should go do these things. And can even help too to bring clarity to the things that like, like I said, a few of you might want to do while the others go do something else. So yeah, just sorting out what everybody wants to do, what those expectations are yet again for the trip can be so helpful ahead of time in figuring out what the itinerary is going to look like, even what free time is going to look like, all that sort of stuff. And my last tip for you guys in, you know, lowering stress when it comes to group trips is to just have a lot of grace. That is my tip. Have a lot of grace for yourself and for your friends on the trip. Because like I mentioned at the top, group trips are both so fun and can be so amazing, but they can also sometimes be challenging. You have different personalities, different preferences, different ideas of what a trip should look like, different travel styles, all those sorts of things. Um, Even if you do all the prep work beforehand, those things still exist. Those preferences still exist. Those um, travel styles still exist. So yeah, just have a lot of grace. Be patient. um, show, Show one another grace and kindness, and make it the goal of your trip just to have as much fun as possible and make as many wonderful memories as you possibly can because that's the ultimate goal of a group trip right is to get away to spend time with one another to explore a new or familiar place and make memories that you can hold on to for 
hopefully the rest of your life. So those are five of my top tips for less stress when it comes to planning a group trip. I hope that you have found this little mini-sode helpful. And again, all of this information and I mean so much more is available in the Simple Guide to Solo Travel, which is uh, in on my website at janine.com. Um, still so weird that I have my first name as my URL. It's such a strange thing. But yeah, janine.com, Simple Guide to Solo Travel. But also, if you just have questions and want to get some exclusive tips or advice or run ideas by somebody who's kind of, you know, a couple steps ahead of you, I also now offer one-on-one travel consulting. So you guys know I do travel planning, but I also now have a different service of travel consulting. It's just a one-hour call. You can hop on with me and we can go through any of your questions um, or if you're you know, looking for help with solo travel destinations or a honeymoon or anything in between, really. Um, I'd love to hop on a call with you and learn more about what you're hoping for with your travels and um, yeah, and just help you make it the best it can possibly be, even if it's a group trip. Would love to chat with you through it. So anyway, I hope this episode has been helpful to you guys and hope you have some fun travels planned for this summer, whether solo, with your partner, or with a group of friends. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Wild Hearts with Janine. I hope that the content in this episode has encouraged and inspired you to step out and say yes to the things that God has for you. And hey, while I've got your attention, I would absolutely love it if you went ahead and subscribed, rated, and reviewed Wild Hearts with Janine. It would honestly mean so much to me. I'll see you guys back here when the next episode drops. But until then, keep dreaming, seeking, and stepping out in faith.